Welcome to Vision Forward's Tech Connect Live, connecting you to the world of assistive technology. And now, here are your hosts, Corey and Luke. Hello, 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 and welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. It is December the 21st. That's right. We are almost there. We are almost at present time. Corey, you're looking forward to present time? Uh, yes, but I hear you now. I can hear me too. We have a strange echo <laughs> going on. No, we're not it's sure. Playing off of somebody. So uh, yes. play- Do you have a? Oh wait, is your YouTube window open? Uh, possibly. Browser? Please hold while we figure out some issues I can't here. Tell if that's remotely from someone else. There we go. There we go. We should oh, be solved. Oh, oh, fine. Come on, you're looking we'll forward to like that technical. Wait, I'm just thinking through this. Uh, what did you ask me? Please try again. I'm looking forward to present time, Corey. Am I the present time as in like right this moment? Nope. Or present December time 25th, as in like maybe. opening up present? You got it. You know, I once you get to a certain age. Mm-hmm. How old would that be, Corey, for the audience out there? Uh, I am 45. <laughs> you stop getting presents. Seriously? Maybe I just have a really bad family. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm, uh... <laughs> Maybe that's the, the problem. <laughs> I'm faulty and I'm still getting presents. Uh, so. Family, if you're watching this, which I don't know why you would be. You tell me I... you kids do not watch the show, Carl? Well, I hope they're at school, oh. honestly. <laughs> but uh, I would like some presents. And oh, not I, none of those... Let's be honest. I don't yeah. want any of those homemade garbage no, presents. Don't draw me a oh. picture. Don't take a bunch of noodles and... And glue them onto a piece well, of paper. I want a new iPhone. I Come want on. real deal yeah. presents. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. I hope that means saving the um, pocket. That is the uh, true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not about family. It's not about giving. It's about receiving, Corey. And here on the show, and I would like to receive gifts. <laughs> here on the show, we are all about receiving the knowledge of others. Maybe we should receive our guests. Well, that's what I was going to say. I oh, was I, about I, to segue oh, into I that. Jumped on you, we are all about receiving the gift of other people on the show. That's and true. today we have two people who have kindly joined us for this end of year special. Now, just before we, we introduce them, I will say our special is going to include a little quiz here. So I'm excited to uh, do the quiz. We are going to test all of our knowledge on assistive technology and see who knows the most. And our... We are actually using. Yes. Well, let, we'll get into that. Let's, okay. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in a little I won't, bit. I won't. But before we do, let's introduce the guests. We have Mr. Peter Tusick from Humanware. First of all, Peter, would you care to say hello? Hello. Very good. <laughs> and we Thank also you, have Mr. Sam CV from The Blind Life. Mr. Sam, would you care also to say hello? Hello. You can, you can tell our guests are going to be uh, very exciting today. I'm following Peter's lead. I know everybody was connected today for a high energy uh, <laughs> session. Yeah. And man, are we going to provide no. that today? Well, me and you are, at least. Uh, yeah. I, I have a feeling that these two are going right. to. They're going <laughs> to. I think a couple more cups of tea and coffee and a couple more camels and. We'll be ready to rock. Um, I, you know what? I actually you just reminded me. I'm actually thrilled to be here. And actually, it's, oh. I don't know. Was I on in 20, 2023? Can we do a quick year in review? Was Peter no, this is your, this is your um, first appearance this year, I believe, Peter. Yeah. I don't think I've been ah. on since 22. So it's good to be here, even though it's at the very end. Yeah. We always save the best for last. I know, I know that Tech Connect does this as well. And, uh, you know, here I am. Well, we're very glad to have you here. And uh, Sam, I believe this is the first time that you've been on the show this year as well. Is that right? Sounds right to me. Is Mark. it? Yeah, maybe you only bring me on for the last show of the season because I was on last you were. as well. Last, yeah. Last show. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, uh, we like to hear ourselves talk all year. And then at yeah. the end of the year, we give our, uh, our viewers a little bit of a break. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, what it is is that we just are, we don't want, people coming on who are better than us yes that's true and then Ah. if we do that too often then our viewers expect a certain level of uh well they'll they'll realize that they can go professionalism yeah i i just still i want to back up a minute i don't know why you wouldn't want somebody to draw you a picture I don't understand why that wouldn't be something you would like for Christmas. And well, it would be a tactile picture, I suppose, yeah, yeah. if they didn't. No, the we, I mean, you haven't seen the quality of uh, Corey's children's pictures, people. Well, I mean, oh, that's, oh, that's probably this could be true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Sam, are you uh, expecting any exciting gifts from your family this year? Um. No, no, I, I kind of, I'm on the same, um, I'm in the same boat as Corey here. Oh. You get to a certain age and 
but no, but I, I, you know, I'm much more, uh, I enjoy giving much more than, than receiving. Unlike Corey, I'm not selfish always, like Corey. That's what people <laughs> always say, but we all know that deep down we prefer receiving. Come on now. Come on. I like yeah, yeah. taking the high road. Yeah. I get it. Everything, yeah. everything I want is too expensive. <laughs> uh, well, we're very glad to have you both here. It's uh, it's very nice to finish the year with some friendly faces. Yeah. And we are hoping to do two things on today's broadcast. Number one, we are hoping to talk about what technology we have seen this year that uh, excites us, interests us, depresses us, um, makes us feel that, uh, you know, we're better off uh, not working in assistive technology, you know, all of those types of things. And then we also want to do an assistive te technology quiz. And uh, that has that's going to be presented by our very own Jonathan in the background here. So Corey and I, we haven't seen the questions. We don't know the answers. So this is uh, going to be a fair quiz. And we're going to see who comes out on top. Uh, just 10 simple multiple choice questions. But to begin with, we did want to talk about what technology we have seen this year and what we like and what we don't like. Uh, so let's think about this. Uh, I think we'll we'll kind of go around and just uh, talk one by one, and then maybe we can all chip in as people are talking. We will start with Sam. So Sam, for people who who don't know you, which uh, it probably isn't that many people, but do you want to uh, tell us about your YouTube channel and what you do with assistive technology? Sure. Yeah. So I am the uh, the owner and creator of the Blind Life YouTube channel. Uh, you know, <clears throat> YouTube is kind of my main home, but I'm actually on everything else as far as TikTok and, and X and all of that. Uh, I also launched the podcast this year, which Peter was on my podcast this year. Oh, which very is awesome. nice. I was. I was on in March. Yeah. I was like a, I was like early in the game. Awesome. And that was a very, very popular episode. We got a ton of downloads on that episode. I'm, I think it was more for, for your partner than you, but still, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I usually have very little to do with download, you know, traction and things like that. That's not really my specialty. So yeah. don't, I don't think of myself as an algorithm. Uh, really, really. Well, and then one of the kind of segue into one of the cool things we saw this year um, was what Peter was on my show to talk about, which was the Victor Reader Stream 3. I'm sure oh. Peter will talk more about that. But that, that seems to be very popular this year, which is great. Um, upgrade to the uh, that series of devices, which is kind of a cult classic, man. There, there's, a, there's a big fan base for the, the streams. Let's talk about those streams a second. So uh, for those who aren't aware, um, tell us about what the Victorita stream is, Sam, or, and obviously Peter can, uh, can jump in here too. Yeah, so it's it's a media player essentially. Um, I mean, it can do a lot of things, but it's it's a way to consume content portably. Uh, very tactile, which makes it great for all levels of vision impairments. Uh, you can connect it to some of your favorite um, programs, applications like Bard, Bookshare. Uh, you can listen to podcasts on there. You can. You can take notes, um, you know, just a wide variety of things. And then with the Stream 3, which <clears throat> I think I'll pass it off to, to Peter to talk about the upgrades for this version for this year's. Yeah. So, you know, and, and when we, as you said, Sam, you know, we, we've had the stream, the Victory to Stream has been out since 2007. It was initially something that Humanware partnered with the National Feder Federation of the Blind on. Um, in terms of kind of putting that product out and, and it being an audio consumption device. And as you said, reading books, the primary focus of the device is reading books. What we sought to do is not reinvent the wheel. Uh, we sought to put out the same, you know, footprint, same buttons, same sort of layout for everyone so that it's a familiar product, but enhanced hardware. So Bluetooth, um, USB-C, larger internal storage, lots of these things. And then what we also did is we, we added and this is this was a big one for us. We added a brand new bookshelf to the product about a month ago, and that was the implementation of TuneIn Radio. And what we're trying to do as we go forward is look at other ways we can enhance streaming services offered in a tactile sort of uh, easy to use user interface. And so TuneIn, we were able to take kind of the cluttered TuneIn app. If anyone's ever used TuneIn or TuneIn Premium um, on an iPhone, or, or you know, it can be cluttered. It, it's it's a busy application. And so we've taken that and simplified it into more of a linear, easy to follow sort of simplified menu structure. And so you can now stream stream in your TuneIn Premium or TuneIn free account stations from all over the world. And so we're looking to augment or enhance the, the capabilities of what the stream can offer, but it really is an audio consumption device and primarily a book reading device. So think of it as a Kindle 
of sorts for a blind person. So reading Daisy books, reading audio books um, from, from various sources. We're working on Kindle support for next year. We're working on some other big things that will be coming for next year. Um, we're not done updating. There's, you know, we, we've put out a couple of updates this year, lots of bug fixes, and then also feature improvements. So it's, that, that was a big one for us for sure. And uh, we're, we're just, we've seen a lot of very positive reaction to it. Like any product that has growing pains, you know, when we put out something new and you put out a new device on a, you know, when you rebuild and kind of bring it to a modern platform, sometimes that can lead to bugs and we need to squash bugs and that's what we've been doing. So in addition to adding features, certainly trying to, to bring forward the stability that we want. And we, we've done a, we've, we've done a really good job of that. And we have a, we, you know, still have a ways to go, but we've gotten there. So it's been a lot of fun in 2023. Do you think if the conversation was had about what hardware product is the highest selling product across, I almost wonder if you could say blindness and low vision, but for sure blindness, I would almost say the Victor Reader Stream, yeah. the two is probably the so, highest selling product of all time. In the, it's amazing. Huh, For human wear, as an AT company, we have over 100,000 stream users across the world. And I mean, that is that just does not happen. I mean, I, we have a few thousand, you know, of other other users of various products and things. Uh -huh. and, and, and that's not to say that those products aren't popular. I mean, we have thousands of BrailleNote users or thousands of Brilliant users or thousands of, you know, GPS users, but the stream from a global standpoint has been a product that touches the lives of almost anybody with vision loss at all levels of, of, of vision loss. Right. And then, and then also all ages. So we have folks who are newer to vision loss in their seventies and eighties using streams. And someone like myself will use a stream in college. And I, uh, that was way before I worked at humanware. Um, and, and, you know, we, we've seen that product even with the iPhone, with smartphones. And, and there are many who will say, I don't need that product because I use a smartphone. And that's great. Please do. But it is something that a lot of folks have as a supplementary, you know, it's sort of a secondary device or a primary device who use it all the time, all the time. There are jokes always at conventions about people sleeping with Victor, right? And a lot of people, <laughs> it does put them to sleep. They read every night or they don't go anywhere without their streams. Well, and we love that. That sounds like you. You like listening it, to a little audio book when you go to sleep? I do. I do not sleep with Victor, though. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> yes, that is that is definitely me. Uh, Peter, I uh, think the design of the third generation is very nice. Yeah, uh, definitely feels nice and curvy. One question: Can you confirm or deny that the Victor, the third generation, comes with an SD card? <laughs> confirm or deny? It does I it deny. It oh. does not. It doesn't come with an with SD card. SD card. It does what not. What are you doing to me, man? I uh, I got one for a client, and we wanted to make voice recordings, and we couldn't because we didn't have an SD. Card. Yes, you need an SD card. So we oh. the internal memory space is doubled yes. um, to sixteen gigs. The two recording note, and this is something that we'll be looking at mm -hmm. to record a note. You do need an SD card, and the device does not. It does not. I will. I will repeat. Hold on, Luke. Hold on. Yeah. Just listen. It does not. <laughs> hold on does not no it does not come with an sd card so certainly now with that being said on this device will support up to one terabyte sd cards you do need to format them xfat it's very very important you do that and we've made a lot of stability improvements on the sd card support so you could put very you know a lot larger sd cards in this one mm -hmm. um, but it does not come with an sd card out of the box huh. all, all right. right well Let's... uh that's a good product and yeah. we could uh, we should point out that peter does work for humanware yeah uh, i do it was sam who said it was sam who said that uh he likes this it, product well and so. that's because peter can't we can't have peter choose his own product or one made no. humanware otherwise no, exactly he's immediately disqualified yeah uh so no, i was just going to say that sam's podcast was the best thing <laughs> in oh, exactly. I especially that on. one episode that yeah. Is, yeah, yeah the lead up Seems no, like no, certainly not. Uh, no, I, I mean, I, I, and it, I appreciate that from Sam and, and, you know, it, it is something though that did make a bit of a splash. So, and I do okay. with, in, in all Good. transparency work for humanware. Yes. yes indeed. <laughs> what about you, uh, Peter? What is, do you have a product that stands oh, out? Oh, totally. For you this year? Or so for me, or service. Yeah. What I believe, you know, and, and as someone who is totally blind and travels and, and has done this for a long time. And I think everyone in this space who is listening um, has, has not gone through 2023 without hearing about AI and uh. to me, the largest and, and the most, it was a, a huge leap forward was what be my eyes was able to do with open AI and the be my AI feature. And again, you know, we, we hear 
and we are surrounded by so much talk of AI being this terrifyingly detrimental, um, possibly, you know, sci-fi, everyone gets into their sci-fi spaces. Mm-hmm. And what we saw with this, and there's been, AI has been doing good for our community for a long time. I mean, if you look at something like seeing AI or other other apps, they've been doing this. But what Be My Eyes was able to do in getting access to OpenAI for free because it's being used for good and and the ability for me to take a photo and have it analyzed in such a an unbelievably helpful way in such detail I've never I, I could have never imagined something like that could could happen yeah. and so you know being able to use the be my eyes app to take a photo and have it analyzed um, I've used it in so many situations mm-hmm. where not only you know when I go into a hotel, one of the struggles I have is how do you know which bottle is the shampoo? And now a lot of times they're mounted on the wall. So you're not just picking them up and, and you know, scanning for something. Now you can take a picture and, and actually it will be, it will be told accurately. And this ability- so many other ones, the way it does OCR on menus in so many situations, but also to analyze photos you already have. Um, existing photos, being able to recognize them and import them is so important. So I've just, I thought that to me was a huge monumental step and it hallucinates in there. You can't trust it 100% of the time and that's okay. You have to be sensible when you're using AI. But I, I think to me, uh, I don't know if there was a more, you know, a, a more meaningful product I've seen come into this space in a long time, even though it's not necessarily a tangible sort of device. On top of that though, Peter, I, I agree with you 100%, but I think where, where it even goes at the next level for me is the ability to ask follow-up questions for, for, you know, the two examples I have real quickly is one is we took a picture of Luke sitting on a bench and then I asked it, what side of the bench was he sitting on so that if I wanted to come, I could now know which side to go to. And then the other day, just yesterday or the day before, whatever, I, I had to do some verification for something and it wanted me to take a picture of my ID. And so I had my ID out and I took a picture with Be My uh, AI to make sure that it was the front versus oh. the back. But then I asked the follow-up question: Was it upside down? Oh, very nice. Because yeah. I couldn't tell, and it, you know, it said yes. The the idea is upside down. Huh. So that ability to ask follow-up questions is just just again takes it to just a whole nother level. Yeah, and I think also even for photos, you you know, so many we can actually as some as people who are blind or low vision can actually take photos now and know if they're good photos and send them to our friends or post them or you know it will tell you if it's blurry it will tell you if it's kind of out of focus or or you can just hear by the description wow i did not capture what i wanted to Um, (laughs) you know and and i i was just in europe Uh, i have a lot of european family and i was visiting them and taking lots of photos on my trip i've never done that in my life i was able to create an album that i could share with my wife and my and others when i got back i've never been able to do that not that i couldn't but who knows what the heck I would have taken photos of before, uh-huh. you know, now I can sift through and say, wow, this is, this is a good photo or, and, and my friends, you know, there was one, at one point, my daughter, I wanted to send a picture to my wife. My, my wife was out having fun and I was hanging out with the kids and my, I came into my daughter's room. Who's she'll be three. And she was laying on the pillows watching a YouTube video or something. And I thought it was amazing. And I just took a photo of it and sent it to my wife. And she's like, that's a real, that's, I just couldn't believe I got a picture from you, you know, <laughs> instead of you telling me what was going on, you sent me a picture and it was actually a good picture. And I mean, things like that. I mean, it just opens up a whole new world of how we can communicate and with others, um, being able to interpret photos, people send us and vice versa. We don't need things tagged. We don't, you know, we can, we can kind of do naturally do what everyone's done for a long time. And I don't think that can be overstated. So yeah. uh, to me, that that's my winner. Um, and there are lots of other great, really neat things that came out this year and updates mm-hmm. to products, but I don't know. That is just such a change. I agree with it's a big game changer. Life. Sam, I know that uh, we saw your video on the old uh, Envision glasses there and they had integrated yeah. the uh, the AI into there so you can do the the, the GPT stuff. Uh, so you had, uh, that's a really great video. You were actually outside walking around. On, uh, I'm, I'm assuming that was Lexington uh, that you were at. And you were- No, what? that was um, where, actually where I'm at now, where my mother-in-law lives. Oh, in, okay, uh, sorry, right, my mistake, yeah. yeah. So you were walking around the town there and you were, you know, uh, basically uh, with the Envision glasses there, you were taking pictures of various things and you were getting uh, descriptions, uh, really detailed, you know, very detailed descriptions. Do you want to tell us yeah. a little bit about your experience with that? 
Yeah, and I'm sure it's very similar to Be My Eyes. I haven't had a chance to play around with or Be My AI, but that same kind of uh, amazing like level of detail, which that's that really blew me away. And yeah. I think in the video you can tell that I was really surprised at how much information came back. Uh, but it's it sounds very similar. You know, you you can it's called Ask Envision, their yeah. their AI, mm -hmm. and you snap a picture and it will describe the scene in just incredible detail. And then you can also ask follow-up questions um, similar to what Corey was talking about. And so, yeah, I think that was going to be one of my things to talk about too, as, as just an amazing um, innovation this year with the AI and how, how helpful it can be to us. Because, you know, the more information that we can get, the more about our surroundings or whatever we're, we're, we're investigating, mm -hmm. the better, you know? Yeah. And so, being able to yeah. get that super quick and easy is fantastic. What did you, uh, so yeah, um, what did you, how did you think about the way it was integrated with the uh, Envision glasses? And do you want to tell people about the Envision glasses just in case they're not uh, aware of them? Sure. So yeah, Envision glasses, <clears throat> they came out with them a couple of years ago and they're using the Google Glass hardware. So it's a wearable that you wear um, the control on the, the right side of the head um, and they can clip onto a couple different types of frames, but it has a lot of the same similar features and tools as seeing AI or SuperSense or any of these where it can scan text, do OCR, it can identify colors, uh, things like that. But just in a recent update, they added in the ChatGPT integration. Mm -hmm. And so now they had seen identification or scene detection prior, mm. but it was very simple. It was very simplified. And in fact, I, I demonstrated this in my video where I took a picture of a scene and it was, I was downtown. It's a cute little downtown here. So it was shops and a quiet little street. And it said, you know, um, cars parked in a parking lot in front of a building. That was basically it. But then I used the Ask Envision, which is the, the AI, and took a scan of the exact same scene. And it told me about the colors of the cars, how many were there were, the, the buildings, all the decorations in front of the buildings. There was a there were a ton of pumpkins out in front of this one shop. Yeah, and yeah so we it, saw it, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then it starts. So then it started to give like a feeling saying that, you know, this invokes a very um, yes. warm, festive fall environment. And anybody who you know, enjoys the fall weather is going to love this kind of a scene. And, and it's like, that was incredible. And, it, and then it talked about the street that was in the background that it kind of indicated that it could have been a pop, uh, a busy street because there was a street sign or street lights and things. And so it's just, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible what the information you can get. Yeah. And we, I think uh, the other think... thing that's really neat is knowing how to filter some of that out because, you know, sometimes, especially when you start using this, it, it gives you so much information that maybe you don't want that background maybe. And you can train your, you know, you can ask the question, just ignore the background, focus on, you know, the focal points of this mm -hmm. and, and such where I find, in, you know, it's such natural conversation mm -hmm. um, and it certainly can be off. And that is a known thing, especially depending on the bots that are in use, depending on the models that are used, you know, there are many different AI engines out there um, that, that can do this, but it is interesting in how you can actually get it to refine what it is you want and it, not just asking it questions, but also telling it to ignore things or focus on oh, things yeah, or tell yeah. me more about something. Yeah, 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 I yeah. use it. I use it. I used it. Um, my son was born in March and I needed to give him bottles and it's very hard to know the liquid level of a formula bottle because you can't First of all, you can't really get a liquid indicator in there. It's way too big mm -hmm. on these big, tall bottles. And secondly, you're not going to put your fingers in there, even if you could, because unless you have like Shaquille O'Neal or some kind of crazy alien hands, <laughs> you're not going to reach the liquid levels. So I was using a, you know, a bar jigger, which was nice to be able to put the ounces of water in, but I wanted confirmation that I was actually giving four ounces. There's a big difference on a baby formula from four ounces to three or five. Yeah. And so I could take a photo with the markings showing and actually get the, the levels. And I would take a couple to confirm, mm -hmm. but it was a way for me to independently without any assistance, ensure that there were exactly four or five or three or six ounces in that bottle, which is amazing. There's no way I would have been able to do that before. Yeah, it's pretty cool. There's pretty no cool. There we go. That's our overall summation. Can, can I just ask cool. though, really quick, where do snowmen keep their money? Does anyone know? Yeah. Uh... In their snowbank. 
Okay, good job. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hold on, hold on. There we go. <laughs> um, what, yeah. uh, what, uh, what time is it? Uh, we still got a little bit of time here. Okay, I want to chat a little bit make, longer. No, yeah, I, yeah. I just want to make sure we have yeah. Can I ask, ask one more question? Yeah. One, one, one thing, though, I, I keep having, I think it's very funny that somewhere in the world in, in some random server is an upside down image of Corey's ID. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. Just waiting for someone to find it. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is a point, Sam. And, you yeah. know, when you're using this stuff, yeah, what do you it take? is, huh. you know, there is this, there's always going to be this sort of what is and what is not yes. going to be, a, you know, you need, you need to, what is your comfort level with what you're yeah. putting in there? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, some no, of these no, things, right. especially I, with documents, they'll house this stuff on, on, you know, on your phone is, but is in something like, like this, it's being sent to a server and coming back down. There's always going to be yeah. folks who raise privacy concerns with various, you know, what types of info are you putting in and what are you looking, you know, looking to do. Luke and I had a conversation to it that, you know, every, everything is kind of integrated. Corey has life locked though. He's not concerned. Oh, I think that they are a sponsor of this podcast. Um, they, uh, we, we've talked that uh, it's obvious now that more and more places are going to be integrating, you know, the open AI GPT into things, okay. you know, I, I guarantee shortly we'll be seeing it in portables. And, I'm sure and the human and, are busy working on yeah. a, uh, a, an adaptation yeah, for the reveal 16. Anything that's doing OCR is going to, most likely incorporated but i think where so we were saying you know does it end up all just being the same but i think again where the difference is going to come is how these companies massage the data how they because we've tested it you know be my ai versus ask envision although they're probably both using very similar they're not the same they're not they're not giving the same information so either that means they're using different um engines or one of them is is asking backend questions different or 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 exactly you know because you have to train your model you know the model is always being trained and and this will happen in different ways but as you say it's it's the engine there are multiple there's at least four major ones in use and then in addition to the engine it's what are you doing or how are you tailoring your database to respond to the needs that you you want you know and, and that can it's not just the same as going into you know, logging into chat GPT and asking it a question. That's not the same. There are many different ways you can, you can do that. And I think you will see the AI models change in, in how they're going to be trained for, you know, visa versus envision versus McDonald's versus somewhere else. And and how will, you know, how will they use and harness this stuff to, to serve their business needs. And you'll see the company that is, you'll start to see companies take a step forward who who learn to use and learn to model better than other mm, yeah. AT companies. Yeah. You know, I mean I think is that's that gonna be the next arms race who can deliver the best, you know, content through artificial I just like to think of a bunch of people racing on their arms. <laughs> that's the arm race I like. That's exactly what it means. <laughs> that is I, yeah, isn't that what you meant? <laughs> uh Sam, let's talk uh let's talk low vision a second here. Uh I am interested to know. Okay. This uh, Corey and I have had this conversation before, even on the show. Um, uh, the beginning te- of our last video. Oh, yeah, the beginning of our last video. Assistive uh, technology can be a little bit boring when you've been working in the field for a while because you tend to see a lot of the same stuff, uh, and then occasionally there are bursts of innovation. Like this year has been AI. I think that's the thing that's got us all the most excited. Um, but uh, for the most part, it can be much of a muchness when it comes to these uh, technologies. Now, so my question to you, Sam, is: Have you seen? Any device this year, whether it be a low vision wearable, uh, electronic magnifier, uh, anything that has had you particularly excited because of its feature set or its design or whatever it might be. Um, <laughs> don't, don't feel don't uh, honest. <laughs> um, not really. No, yeah. I mean nothing. That's I mean, there's some some cool things that have come out. Um, I mean, you know, like Orcam putting in uh, video magnifier into the read. Yes. Uh, it's, yeah. you know, it's in, in my personal opinion, it's terrible, but <laughs> start. I mean, it's, they, they don't watch your show, right? Do they? Do they? Well, They're not terrible. on here. <laughs> Nobody does. Don't worry, Sam. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. Yeah, no, it's, it's, I mean, it's just because it's just brand new and, and they, they still need to work on it a lot, yeah, but that's, it's that's a start, you know, I'm sure it will get there eventually. And that's pretty cool. Um, But no, no, I mean, that really isn't anything that's kind of, wowed me it's just like you said it's more of the say it's updates it's yeah more the same i think that wearables portables 
desktops mm-hmm. are, are 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 their cell phones. They've plateaued. I mean, what's the greatest thing about the iPhone 15 Pro? The the action button? It's got slightly I mean, corners. I mean, seriously, like that's the only that Android's thing. had for like 10 years. I mean, that's the only interesting thing about it is there's an actions button. And it's not even I mean, that's not even that's not even exciting. It's the best if you ask if I had to find one thing, you know. But I think yeah. it's just the problem. It they I Where think, do you go? I Where think they've go? plateaued and yeah. I and I don't know that that's a bad thing. I mean, that means that when you go and purchase a product, you're most likely going to be getting a good product because they have gotten to a point now where it is it is what it is. The technology know. has matured. We will yeah. start to see uh, CCTVs with uh, the GPT stuff, I'm sure. So sure. That'll be kind of cool. Um, and I think but... we'll see it in wearables too. And I think that oh, yeah, could be sure. really interesting to see. I think uh, uh, sorry, yeah. I have a question in the chats possibly here. Jonathan? Yeah. Um, uh, oh, hold on. on, let's turn on your mic. Okay, right, go for good? it. Yes. So yes, we do have several Christmas wishes in the chat. Oh, so thank you. That, that is one thing we need to be reminding of. Uh, also, people are agreeing with the uh, VR Stream Three. A lot of people are falling asleep to Victor's voice. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, one thing that I had thought about, um, and it actually comes out this coming February, but I wanted to get sort of a uh, finger on the pulse here sure. with the Apple Vision Pro. Ooh, uh, do it. Actually, is somewhat. From a wearable, sure, that could right. be a... Uh... Well, we have a video on it, so just to, uh, for those who aren't aware, uh, we do have a YouTube channel. If you're watching on YouTube, which you will be, then you probably know that. <laughs> if, not, uh, if, you're, if you're not, that means nobody is seeing this. Yeah. So, but yeah, exactly. February. Uh, yeah, so we did do a video on the Vision Pro. Uh, that's a good, uh, good question. Um, Sam, are you excited about the potential of the Vision Pro? I know we don't know necessarily whether there will be any uh, yeah. low vision uh, specific application, but uh, what, what do you thoughts yeah no i definitely am i'm i'm super excited about the potential uh because it's it's got everything there to be awesome um all the components are in place and it's very funny um yeah i i knew that was going to come up at some point as well the topic and i actually did a live stream about it this year as well and all the information in my live stream came directly from your video oh okay (laughs) (laughs) i totally butchered it I appreciate it. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Well, to be fair, all of our information came from the internet. So uh... I'm under NDA. So, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, But no, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the phones have got a magnifier app. Now, Sam, you're you're an Android uh, user, I believe, right, uh, Sam? I'm both. I'm, I'm pretty much yeah, converted to both now at this okay. point. Okay, fair enough. So you'll you'll know that uh, the Apple phones have got the magnifier app, and you know the magnifier app is pretty handy. I mean, you know, it's kind of similar to using the camera, but with some more features for different colors and uh, changing the brightness and you know that type of stuff. If they integrate that app into the Vision Pro, then surely you have a low vision device at that point, right? I don't know how they. Yeah, yeah that's all you need. I don't yeah. know how they can't. I know. Well, I mean, I just don't yeah. know how they can't. Yeah. But you, uh, you would certainly I mean, hope so. Yeah. Uh, Peter, any thoughts on the uh, on the, yeah, on the vision from a blindness perspective? Peter, are you in? Are, I mean, I can't imagine purchasing one myself, but are you interested in it? I mean, I'm very interested. Yeah. Obviously, you know, we have a vested interest in making sure it works with Braille, um, in some form. And again, uh, we are kind of under NDA there, but I think you know it, it. There's a lot of potential with any of this, and I I have not. I'm one of those people, especially with Apple. When they come out with with new things, um, I read about them. I care, and then I'll wait until I see it, and I'll kind of wait. I'm not really going to do much speculation because we know that a version one of the software um, is going to, you know, will be what it is, and then it will continuously kind of evolve as as lots of things do. I think, though, the potential. I mean, even just what we've talked about and how any wearables, the potential of wearables for our community is is tremendous, mm-hmm. and I think it will be very interesting to see some of that real-time feedback. And I'm more focused, you know, some of that text, some of the, some of those pieces that we sometimes, you know, we've been so used to querying and waiting and getting a response. Mm -hmm. Um, What, what can change there and, and can, how can we learn how to absorb information in real time and how much information can we absorb in real time when we're reading things on a linear rail display, or even if we have a a, multi-line rail display or things like that. I'm curious. Uh, so we'll see. You know, I, I think there's so you, tremendous so, 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 opportunity. Peter, you're talking about getting visual information through the Vision Pro and then displayed in Braille? Like, what are we talking about here? Right. Okay. Right. Okay. I got you. Which right. I could see. That, I mean, some of that is, I mean, some of that could potentially be happening already with a phone. I mean, if the, 
you know, you think of like using the seeing AI app or something. If exactly. as long as it gets, as long as that OCR data is kicked to voiceover, yeah. right? It's going to come right to your Braille display. Mm. But yes, but in real time, the problem yeah, is you can't right. do like, if you do recognize short text, you need to yeah. point it at something and then read a Braille display. You know, it's different yeah. when you have a wearable that can kind of- With yeah. the hands-free- With the hands-free option. I think, I think there's lots there. And I think what you were saying too will be very interesting is is really starting to manage the real-time absorption of data, both from the headset, mm -hmm. if that's where things go down, but also data that you're getting from your other senses, really being mm -hmm. able to mix. Well, I, I was talking with a friend the other day who I showed be my eyes to, who had no idea, you know, sighted, has no idea what this stuff is. He said, wouldn't it be amazing at some point if you didn't, you know, if it just gave you information in real time, just like I look at something exactly. and I said, yes, that's gotta but, be the next step. but the thing is we would then have to learn what to process and what to not process. But you already do um, that when you're using a computer and listening. Yeah, to the, but the yes and no, you know yes and no. When I'm at, when I'm at the cash register, yeah, you know, I never know if the, if the cashier is rolling their eyes at me, what would I do if that information is presented to me in real time? You know, you have to know what to, <laughs> I'm guessing filter maybe? out. I don't know. I mean, it, it brings, <laughs> you know, sighted individuals deal with this on a daily basis, but our brains have been, we don't, we have trained our brain, you know, sighted individuals have learned how to ignore visual input that they don't need. They're mm -hmm. getting it, but they don't need it. They ignore it. Their brain sifts it out where you're right. We, we aren't. So if we're getting all that information auditory now but you have how... to sift out audit or yeah, auditory but information we, in a sense but, yes but, it, but i think but in this level this this would be yeah. almost 24 7 if you imagine you have a voice yeah, yeah talking at you constantly it'd be so much overstimulation and i yeah. think we could yeah. do it but it's going to take a lot of like, again training the models to 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 give you the information you need and maybe you can customize it maybe you can customize well, it's a verbosity it, you know? issue yeah, just yeah, like yeah, in jaws yeah, you know or any yeah. screen reader being able to adjust the verbosity you're right I, I i don't care if she's if she's uh rolling her eyes but i do care if she's winking at me <laughs> right there you go but, it, but again and again just like a sighted person what you, you know you can take the information and choose to just kind of move along with your day or say excuse me is there a problem here yeah, you know right. and, and and again some people will want that info and some won't and i think there's a lot of just a lot there that will start mm -hmm. to and continuously just unpack forever yeah, <laughs> with this sort of technology. That's a very so, interesting point. Yes, yeah. indeed. Uh, you know, what I find funny is uh, with the Vision Pro, uh, the price was announced at 2,500 and everybody was like, 2,500, that's crazy. And I'm yeah. thinking if this is a, a low vision wearable, that's actually really cheap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, any, you know, an AT product, it's, yeah. it's, it's certainly, you know, in the in the spectrum. I mean, yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it's in the price range, so. Uh, Sam, uh, quick questions about some other wearables. Have you seen uh, the i5 from iDaptic? No, no, I have not. Um, I, well, I saw it at a conference. Um, I think it was uh, ATIA earlier this year. Mm -hmm. uh, briefly, I didn't even get my hands on it. Okay. Um, I was, so curious, I've, the, I was curious as to your thoughts, because I think the form factor is very good. And I was kind of curious whether it worked for you or not um, with your with your level of vision loss. So, um, but uh, yeah. I've heard, what, yeah, I've, I've heard good things and bad things. People say okay. it's it doesn't work great. Some people say it does. So I don't know. I'm, I'm interested yeah. to try it out. They've they've kind of been ducking my emails. So oh, well, that's not, that's not a good sign. Oh. Oh. <laughs> well, if you buy one, uh, then I'll get it. We have a just, yeah. so was, uh, those interested Thursday. No, yeah, this Thursday. Yeah. No, no, next, next Thursday. Next Thursday. A week, today, yeah. uh, week from today, yeah. uh, our uh, video we will we will be posting a video on the uh, uh, Idaptic Five. And uh, we we didn't have it very long before our thoughts, so it's more of a kind of it's introduction. Raw. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, I was. I mean, I, it's difficult for me because I'm sighted, but I was impressed with the form factor and you know some of the functionality, particularly the fact that you're able to switch to the phone camera, yeah. which is 50 megapixels, and use that rather than the camera on the front of the uh, the headset. Um, it does mm -hmm. definitely give you a much higher quality image. Um, one more question for you, Sam, quickly on the wearables here. Uh, have you seen the new Iris Vision Live 2.0? No, I have not. Okay. No. I, I only ask because um, I was curious what you thought of the redesign. We we just, we just we borrowed one from them. We just received it. Um, it's not That's a right, significant yeah. difference. And I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that you'll probably get your hands on one at some point because I know that you've done stuff with Iris Vision in the past. 
Um, so. uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be excited to do that because the, the live was extremely popular yes. and then yeah, sure. the Inspire, not so much. Yes. And then so I'm glad and to I hear that they're going back to that. Yeah. I assume yeah. the live 2.0 is more <laughs> probably from a, uh, both a redesign, but also I'm guessing the Samsung headset. I mean, maybe it's harder to find that now. I mean, that case. thing's yes. at least got to be five years old at this point. Oh, lo lo older than that. Yeah. Well, so, they completely uh, discontinued it, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was the problem. Yeah. So, so this is a custom uh, headset design, and they're using a different phone. Feature set is, is the same from what I understand, but they do have a remote control now. Uh, so I will definitely be interested to check out your video once you do get a, a hold of that. I'm interested to yeah. see your thoughts on that. And uh, just before we move on to the quiz, Peter, anything else exciting on uh, in the blindness uh, space that uh, is happening? I, I saw a bunch of multi-line Braille displays at the CSUN conference this year. Uh, yeah. What's your thoughts in that area? Yeah, I mean, I, I would be, you know, I, I mean, I, I will <laughs> shamelessly plug, I mean, what we're working on with the American Printing House for the Blind. And that is the first ever, not, not only a multi-line Braille device, but the ability to do tactile graphics on the same array. Yeah. Um, we've, we've conducted our field testing. Um, we will be ready to go by the later part of 2024. So we're thinking, you know, well, we're not thinking, we know it'll be Q3, quarter three, you know, it's something that has been talked about forever. Multi-line Braille displays were, have been done decades ago. It's not something that has never been done. What's never been done is the ability to have multi-line Braille and tactile graphics that we would get from an embosser. And not only having those those tactile graphics, but also being able to scroll, to pan, to zoom. Um, so this this entire multi-line environment that we're working on, and I have I've done some out there may have seen my webinars or may have may have gotten their hands on one of you know a monarch device. And there are others in this space. Um, we know that there's the dot pad, there are others out there, um, but we're really trying to change and and you know, we, we very similar to the low vision space that Sam was talking about, we've seen kind of a repackaging of the braille display for a long time and, you know, add these features and they're very useful and very meaningful and it pushes things forward, but the devices themselves have not drastically changed for a long time. Mm. Just the feature set has, whereas now we're going to be seeing devices that offer a tremendously different approach, a different way of consuming content um, with the multi-line experience. So you can more fluidly read. You can talk about spatial content, which we've never been able to really consume on a linear Braille display. Um, you're looking at the tactile graphics with, you know, the Braille labeling present, and then being able to just bring in your own images, your own graphics. And what, what will that look like as we go forward? So that's really where we're going to see some, some major, major shifting in this space and improvement and there will be competing products, which is great. Competition competition helps everybody. Um, it helps everyone do better and create more, and and you know try to get that leg up and, and and innovate. So as much as I you know believe in and I'm very much dedicated to and tied into the Monarch, just because it's something we're working on at an international level. You know there there are lots of approaches out there, and lots of products will will make their way into the space, and I think that will make a huge difference in education side of things for blind kiddos and braille readers looking at math, looking at spreadsheets, looking at slides, looking at all sorts of content that have been not off limits to us, but that have been very hard to replicate or to consume digitally um, in braille. And braille is our medium. You know, we need braille. We need to read the world around us. We need our spelling. We need that sort of physical literacy space um, and that this is going to be filling that. So super super excited for yeah, all of that like and i'll be at everything more excitement at, in that yeah, space yeah, yeah, and then the low vision small. space by the sounds of it <laughs> at least, at least there's yeah. some interesting innovation going in oh, yeah. uh, in the braille space so somebody needs super, to do something super. in the low vision space to get myself and sam excited in the same way i think uh so maybe maybe next year we'll see that uh from the from the chat yes jonathan yeah so while we were talking about the multi-line braille displays yeah uh, we had one of our viewers mention the graffiti Ah, yes, uh, yes. Absolutely. We, we saw at CSUN yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and had a little bit of experience with, yeah. uh, and they just wanted to know anything more about that. And they said they had a chance to play with it, uh, heard that there was a lot of work to do software wise, mm. um, but maybe that was at CSUN. I don't know. If yeah. So the graffiti is a, is a great device. And that's something that it, it has a line of Braille, a single line of Braille. It doesn't do Braille on the array itself. Mm -hmm. um, not, not that sort of readable braille you know it, it does have a line of braille on the new version of the graffiti the neat thing with the graffiti is it can do you know your multi uh position heights on the pins yes and it is a it is a very neat product and 
you know, when we look at what Bankadesh has done and and what's been going on there, it's it's been neat to see that product come forward into a second iteration from where it was in its first iteration, which did not have that that braille line and whatnot. So I think again, even even in a product like that, that's already on a version two, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So hard. and we're going to continue to see. You know, we've seen this stuff, um, the the more modular approach where you can hook these things together, and you know, with other devices. And so I, you know, there there is so much room for growth. Mm-hmm. Um, and just because a product comes out doesn't mean it's going to, you know, there will be innovations. There will be steps forward in this space for a long time to come. Yeah. And I know what, what we're working on. I mean, even with the Monarch getting, you know, a, a multi-line terminal braille display is something we we're very much focused on as well. Not just something that can do in-house books and graphics and things. And so there's just a lot of work to be done on our end as manufacturers with the screen reader manufacturers, um, with the training, you know, we need to, we need to retrain blind children on what is zooming? What is panning? What are these things? Because yeah, our brains don't think that way. Yeah. Um, and that'll be important too. So with that being said, uh, everybody make sure you go out and buy a Monarch in Q3 of 2024. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please do. You might want to start saving your, saving your pennies now. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, thank you both for your valuable input. I think that's been a really good chat. And if anybody in our YouTube chat has got uh, any thoughts about their favorite technology of 2023, we would love to hear. doesn't have to have been released in 2023. It's just what have you been using? What's yeah. been the most useful stuff, you know, or whatever it might be. Is it something on your smartphone? Is it a physical device is it something low tech that we haven't talked about here uh, all thoughts are welcome and while we are waiting to see if we get any thoughts we are going to move on to our quiz yes. i hope you two gentlemen are ready for to have your may, brains taxed here may I i'm ready but can i just ask what kind of salad what do you think what kind of salad do they serve at the north pole Oh, iceberg lettuce iceberg wedge yes. uh, See, you're yeah. good i'm coming with ones you've already heard what um what does santa use to clean his sleigh I don't know. Luke. You're Me specifically? <laughs> well, Corey, I guess, got the other one. So you can both come on. Um, what does Santa um, use to clean his sleigh? Elves. <laughs> Comet. Um, Comet. Comet is a, a reindeer brand. I, I don't clean, so I've never heard of it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> for another for another time. <laughs> yes. Okay, uh, let's get this quiz on the on, on the road. Yes, Corey. Hit me with uh, may I a uh, time? I don't have my fo- uh, clo- watch. Uh, we have ten minutes until so let, twelve. So let's do. We're only gonna. We had a ten question. We're gonna go down to five. Okay. We're, we're never gonna five. get. We're never gonna get through ten. Nope. So nope. um, all right. Give a, a switch over here and let's get our intro started. And so I'm hoping, Jonathan, can you confirm? On the YouTube end, that people are seeing a very exciting uh, slide. Uh, it's beautiful. On YouTube, I don't see it yet. Okay, well, hopefully it will appear. Yeah, it's yes. good enough. It I doesn't matter. Hey, all all right, right. give us some hit. It. Here we go. Is everybody ready for the first annual virtual holiday fun trivia extravaganza? That Yay! was climax. There was supposed like, to be music there. Let's yeah. try this again. Yeah. First yeah. annual virtual holiday fun trivia extravaganza. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So we are live in our studio here. We have two studio guests for the, as Luke said, our first annual virtual, holiday, holiday virtual trivia extravaganza. Next year will be the first anniversary of the first annual. <laughs> um, but we, uh, before we can get into our questions, now let me just quickly say that our questions have been created by. GPT. Indeed. And so in we keeping with the year's yes, technology. We don't know the questions, but nope. AI have created it for us. Mm-hmm. The way it's going to work is that Jonathan is going to ask five questions. Each of us are going to answer, and then Jonathan will tell us the right answer Indeed. at the end. And these, so are, these are multiple choice. If you feel like you don't know the answer, but someone before you said an answer you think is right, <laughs> go ahead and grab it. But Before we get into our quiz, we do have some sponsors and we do have to pay the bills. So we would like to quickly jump to our first commercial. Thank you, Corey. Let you turn things on or off from anywhere in the room. Just plug in the clapper and the television, (laughs) lamp, stereo. Almost anything. Let you us want know at uh, home if you have a clapper. He's jealous. Very high technology. Is that from '93? What year is that from? If you look at the. No, it's got to be earlier. Oh, the clapper. When was the clapper from? 
Gosh, that's probably 80s. yeah. I was just gonna say that commercial's gotta be early eighties. I bet you. <laughs> the, the Meyer Osco. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Thank you. Uh, thank you to Clapper. the Clapper. Yeah. The Clapper wow. has taken a. They they're really trying to come back as a new. Stop by your service merchandise. So they have uh, a <laughs> Sears and Roebuck. Yes, yeah. exactly. At all of your Sears and Roebuck. So they have uh, they have sponsored today's uh, quiz. So. All right, we are going to start, Jonathan. We'll be starting with question number one, and I think we'll go with Sam, Peter, me, then you, Luke, oh. and then we're going to, but each question will we'll we'll go in different order. Okay, good yeah. deal. So, Sam, you will be starting the first question. Jonathan, question number one, and remember, this is multiple choice. Right. Uh, well, we don't have too much time for this, so I'll try to keep it fast, Ooh. and I'll repeat the question if necessary, but no more than once. Okay. So, <laughs> wow. <laughs> <That's big> uh, <laughs> our first question is, what is the purpose of a refreshable Braille display mm. in assistive technology? We have a multiple choice, so there's several answers. Uh -huh. The first one is, A, convert Braille to speech. Mm. B, provide tactile output for digital content, mm -hmm. C, display high contrast images, or D, mm -hmm. enhance color perception? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, oh. The question. <laughs> Probably, well, I don't Does anyone need it reread? No. no, I'm going okay. with B. Sam mm -hmm. is going with B. Peter? Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with B for oh, blind. B as well. I, I am going to also have to go with B. Luke? Well... I mean, uh, I can't imagine that the answer has got anything to do with digital information being okay. displayed in a tactile manner. That doesn't sound like a brilliant no. call to me. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty sure that the answer has got to do with improving uh, the ability to perceive colors. Ooh, I'm going to have to go with D on this. Okay. One. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Besides Luke, everyone else got Go Luke. <laughs> it was B, provide tactile output for digital content. Ah, interesting. Mm. So uh, remember, Luke, uh, I don't want to, I, I, mm. uh, yeah, I am your supervisor. And as an assistive technology <laughs> specialist, you may want to see the. I might have to. Uh, yes. The end of year raises are coming. Yeah, every, every, every incorrect answer reduces my pay by 10%. You still so pay him? Just bear this in mind. Well, gonna go, this yeah, you're going to check his resume. Question two. Peter will be starting this one. This one, uh, we might get into a bit of a conversation about. But oh, well, no time for conversation. <laughs> what is the primary purpose of assistive technology Whoa. for individuals uh -huh. with low vision or blindness? Okay. Is it Whoa. A, entertainment, mm. B, communication, mm. C, physical exercise, mm. D, cooking? Well, the proper answer <laughs> that makes is, no sense. Yeah. Okay. The answer is, the, I mean, you can go anywhere. I know, I'm sure what they're looking for is B. I would, but uh, you could make a case for any of those, but I'm going B. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to also probably agree with you. I would almost want to add E all of the above. Mm, right? All of yeah. the above. Yes, I will also go with communication B. Uh, for me, Luke? life is all about entertainment, okay. uh, and so I'm gonna have to go with A. I'm afraid. Okay, mm. very good. Mm. And Sam, what no, I'm going. Doing? I'm going. I'm going E, all of the above. Oh, all right, yeah. very good. And the answer is, Jonathan? Well, the answer ought to be E. Mm. But in okay. this case, it is B. Yay! So, oh. E communications. Yeah. yeah, very good. Very good. That's another 10% off my pay then, I guess. Our uh, our, uh, our audience, in-studio in audience, yeah. seems to start and end clapping. Very, very up to clapping, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So That's we do strange. have one more question, at least. Okay. Um, all right, one more question, maybe. But this is only three. Well, how much time is it? Well, okay. We've got time. Right. Well, we don't have Bonus time for the holidays? Well, sure. well so, we always have bonus time. But, here's, yeah. This one should be an easy one. Okay. Mm. What does the term haptic feedback refer to in the context Ooh. of assistive GPT. technology? Mm. Is it A, visual feedback, mm. B, auditory feedback, mm. C, tactile feedback, or D, mm. olfactory feedback? Oh, oh, oh. Well, I so I'm going to be starting this one, mm. and I'm going to have to go with... I really like olfactory, mm. to be honest. Luke, when you did your yeah, ATC yeah. certification, these were on the test, right? Oh, this is the these test. These are straight from the test exam, honestly. Yeah. Anybody who wants to do the CATIS exam, don't look at yeah. When you did the CATIS or you did your, you know, your master's, this was essentially what you were doing. This was a yeah. course. This was the whole course. <laughs> I'm going to have to go C. Uh, so yeah. tactile feedback? Tactile feedback. Well, I know that every time my phone vibrates, it stimulates my nasal hairs. And uh, on that basis, I will have to go yeah. with D olfactory. I believe you're using your phone wrong, but uh, <laughs> Sam, what would you like to do? Yeah, no, I'm. I'm. If you're sensitive enough, you can smell it. But I'm going with tactile as well. <laughs> I can smell. Yeah, this and, is tactile. Uh, this oh, is this is yeah. this is vibratory. 
Vibratory. Is that even a word? If anybody in the chat has ever used the word vibratory, then yeah. well, maybe don't let us know. Actually, um, <laughs> sounds dirty. What is the answer? The answer is tactile. Oh. Tactile. Ooh, you are. Um, you're really struggling, my man. Don't worry, I've got it. I've got it on the last question. All right, no here problem. we go. No question problem. number four. We'll be starting with Luke on this one. Right. Uh, which technology allows individuals with low vision to control and interact with their computer? through head movements or gestures. Mm. So this is multi-choice. Mm. The first one is A, eye-tracking technology, mm. B, voice recognition software, mm. C, screen magnification, mm. D, braille embosser. Well, every time I teach my clients to magnify, I encourage them to wave their hands in front of the computer while blinking their eyes rapidly. Sort of like a Harry Potter uh, type thing. Yeah, so, uh, and also, yes, thank you, Sam, shaking their head uh, violently from yes. side to side. That's usually the best method for magnifying. So I'm going to have to go with magnification on this okay, one. Okay. Thank good. you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sam, what would you like? Um, you know what? I'm going with that too. I've I've worked with people that when it didn't work properly, they would sh like shake their fists, <laughs> and then it would work. Oh, so I'm going with that, that as well. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I'm with Luke. Peter, I'm going. I mean, I you know this this one again. You can make a case for various things here. We're I'm going to go with B. Mm. And which one was B, Jonathan? Can you please remind us? Uh, B was voice recognition. Mm. Oh, good okay. choice. Good choice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I am gonna. Uh, to be honest, I can't remember the question. <laughs> I couldn't either. That's, That's why I just chose B. With, uh, I'm going to go with D, Braille and Bosser. <laughs> wow. Well, so the question, as a reminder, was which technology allows individuals with low vision to control and interact with their computer yes. through yeah, head, head um, we have all, gestures? We have all given our very best answers. This question is, is wild because I don't think, I mean, I understand someone would, I, I think Chat. I think ChatGPT is a little confused when it made this question. I'm yeah. just saying. Eye tracking involves head movements necessarily. Well, yes, I mean, and it, gestures. Yeah. yeah the no, answer no, no. they gave was uh, eye tracking. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah I think they wanted A, but but it's really a weird yeah. question. Well, we, uh, rage against the machine, as I yeah, like yeah. to say. So <laughs> none of us are going to ask. Do you like right. to say that? I've never heard you say that. Is this like a new thing or? <laughs> no, I I like saying it. I just said it. <laughs> Fair enough. I was just checking. Just bringing it back. I am bringing it, yeah. Uh, let's, uh, let's have one more question. Right, here it is. The, uh, so one. we're currently all tied with the same uh, amount of answers except Luke. Uh, but he can still take part. Here's a, the tiebreaker question. I love that. We're all tied except Luke. <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah, here we go. Number five, Jonathan. So uh, which device is designed to magnify printed or digital text for individuals with low vision? Yeah. A, a Braille display. Yeah. B, Check. Screen reader, uh, C, CCTV, uh, uh, D, refreshable Braille keyboard. Oh, so wait, wait even a thing? Refreshable Braille keyboard? Yeah. I, well, I guess it is because you can, well, no. What? no like it's a, it's a, reading from the display. Refreshable, yeah. refreshable Braille, Braille, Braille display with a keyboard. That's odd. That's odd. The keys keep moving. They're refreshing. <laughs> I can't do anything. It's like the age. The keys find you. It's like in Soviet Russia. Yeah. Um, I believe, uh, Sam, I think you start this one, if you don't mind. Hmm. Oh, I forget which number it was, but I'm going CCTV. Okay, very good. That was All C, right. I do believe. For yeah, C I, I also am going to go with the, the classic closed circuit television. Oh, okay, nice. very good. Mm. Uh, oh, it's in V. Mm. I will. Um, oh, do I want to? Do I want to lose? Tough one. <laughs> No, no, I will also Luke. go with the uh, number C. Mm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> can you uh, remind me what the options were again? Oh, for Pete. He read it twice. He clearly he said, once. I heard it twice. <laughs> we're, looking ham sandwich. we're looking for a device um, yes. that's designed that magnify. to magnify. The choices were A as in apple, B yeah. as in banana. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. C is in CCTV. <laughs> and or D as, as in, in donut. don't choose that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or donut, which is what your score is right now. Big zero. Uh, please, Jonathan, the real answers, please. The real answer yeah. is C. Yeah. CCT. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I hope everybody was playing along. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. We have one more commercial break really quick. We do. Oh, sorry. Hi. From our second sponsor of the day. Um, this better be Milwaukee related. I'm just uh, saying. Uh, no, please, it's not. Everybody Come who on. is eating. It could be, though. Will but you like this sponsor. one. Hello? 
<laughs> Unfortunately, we're still got our previous. My favorite gift. Have yeah, you been doing this like three years? <laughs> this next one's the best one. You gotta get to it. Here we go. Here we go. Four years. It certainly is a big bun. It's a very big bun. Big fluffy bun. It's a very big fluffy bun. Where's the beef? Some hamburger places will beef. not let beef on a lot of bun. Where's the beef? At Wendy's, we serve a hamburger yeah, we modestly call the same bun. Oh, I love these commercials. <laughs> At Wendy's, you get more beef. Wendy's. Hey, where's the beef? Where's Dave Thomas? In this? You want something better. You're Wendy's kind of people. Thank you to Wendy's. Thank you, Thank you very much. Wow. You only have breakfast now. <laughs> um, uh, Peter, are you a fan of Wendy's? Oh, big time. Yeah, of course. Mm. Who doesn't love a good square burger? Very good question. No, that's White Castle. When, oh, Wendy's yeah. fan? Sam, you a Wendy's fan? Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, With that classic, that Dave's double stack. Come on, there you go. Where's the beef? Where is the beef? It's a big fluffy Wendy's. <laughs> Come enjoy your hamburger, hamburger. Peter, Peter that, did that remind you of uh, of Tom Persky at all? Mm, no. Okay, because no. he was a big fan of that advert also, and he used to walk around asking where the beef was. So I do. <laughs> oh, you know, now that you say that, yes, yeah. I I could never place it though, because that that is a really old commercial, so I just didn't remember that. In today's uh, environment, I'm pretty sure you could get in trouble at work if you're walking around asking Same people where's the beef. I would think yeah. Tom wants to be a little careful. That's why forward, he's no but... working. <laughs> yeah, that's why he is. Forced into retirement. No, no you, you, you would not force that. Let us know. That's not true. <laughs> well, guys, uh, all that all that remains is to thank you both for coming on at the end of the year again. We greatly yes. appreciate it. We certainly had a good time, and we hope the audience did as well. Uh, did we receive any feedback as to people's favorite technologies at all, or were people silent on the topic? Uh, we had people talking about the Stream Three, okay. uh, and being quite. Um, what would you say? Complimentary. Okay. Um, but no one else really uh, had wearables that they specifically wanted to shout out. Fair enough. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm glad people are enjoying the stream three. And uh, we hope that people have an excellent rest of their year. And of course, a fantastic 2024. We will be back in 2024 with our first show of the year. It's going to be very exciting. Corey, what's it going to be all about? Well, yeah. It is going to be about mm -hmm. uh, a product that is geared and yeah. really designed specifically. Yeah. Probably is going to have uh, some eye gaze technology built in. <laughs> is it? Okay. Um, wow. Yeah. Right. And okay. Uh, showing how a Braille embosser works very oh. closely with eye tracking technology. <laughs> I want Corey on the grill. I just need you need to get like the summer edition back. Well, and I want Corey that, cooking. And it didn't go too we well. We did a drill. Uh, our camera uh, batteries fell apart. <laughs> we will do it again. The grill. I want the cooking. I want the domestic yeah. Tech Connect domestic. Oh, that's what, what I want. So we've been to my house a couple times, but you're yeah. right. Last grilling when we did, we we ran out of propane. There was no propane, so we went <laughs> so to get the burgers, and they were all they were all still all the food. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, <laughs> we will be doing that again, though. I, I want we'll, that. We will certainly. Uh, quick heads up too, as I mentioned before, our Idaptic Five video will be coming out next week, Thursday, yes. and then in two two to three weeks. Uh, our uh, Iris Vision 2.0 video will also be released. We'll be shooting that today, this yeah. afternoon, yeah. Uh, once we take it out of the box. Yeah, that's how figure out how it works. That's how we roll here. <laughs> yes, indeed. And uh, Sam, do you have any exciting videos coming up before the end of the year here? Not before the end of the year. I'm taking it easy. Um, I've put oh, out my my already exciting videos this 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 December. Um, I'm going to take it easy and then get back at it in January and hopefully see everybody. I know I'll probably see Peter at ATIA hmm. uh, on the 25th. Heck yeah, ATIA, CSUN. I'll be I'll be floating around this year, and uh, I appreciate the opportunity, guys. And it's so nice to to hang out and have some fun. So thanks for having me yes. on, and happy holidays to everybody. And let's just keep having fun and helping. Uh, helping the community move forward next year with informative information there you go that's what we're all about here so go right. as a as a reminder uh go check out sam at uh, youtube.com slash the blind life uh and peter at youtube.com slash peter the great uh, i believe that is his channel if i'm not mistaken it is you're absolutely right please go 
watch that channel. I'm yeah, uh, now I gotta look. I'm guessing it is a channel. You might have really stepped in it. I'm just gonna let you go. A, I, a, oh, good it, call. I didn't a, think about that. It's a Never man mind. drinking coffee and smoking camels. Yeah, so do not uh, <laughs> actually just don't check it because not knowing what that channel is, and I don't want to get in trouble. So. Uh, but yes, everybody have a great rest of the year, and we look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks again, guys. And for Thanks. the moment, we will peace Thanks, everybody. out. Everybody, goodbye. Happy holidays, friends. Thanks again. Bye-bye, bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for another Tech Connect Live. If you enjoyed Corey and Luke's antics, be sure to join us next time. For all things Tech Connect, go to vision-forward.org/techconnect. Thank <laughs> you.